And uh, this devotional thought is what I gave to the entire faculty and staff in the White Chapel this morning. And uh, I don't have to give you this thought, but it was intriguing. I kind of wish you could have seen some of their faces and the spectrum of the faces that I saw. And as I was doing it, I was thinking of this class. It's what I do here at Wheat Academy now. It's kind of my main job. Um, but it was also, I was trying to cast a vision for the faculty and staff. We talk about kingdom community. Well, what does that look like? We talk about a Christ-centered biblical worldview. What, what really is that, right? Um, and then we talk about discipleship. And I think we do it. But what can that look like if we look at scripture? And so I wanted to put up on the screen what I read to them. I'll even just show you guys kind of my notes from the devotional thought. Now, we're going to declare computer. What's on computer? Uh, oh, you just did. See, thanks. Now we all know. So that's great. It's just one of those where making it normal just to let us know what we all got out. So on campus is a good thing to have up, right? Or whatever. Yeah. Um, your choice. Acts chapter 9 from the message. Uh, this was the actual handout I gave to the faculty. So they're staring at this first page. Here are my notes, right? So it was, I only had 12 minutes. It won't be long. I'll kind of give you guys a taste of what I gave them. But I said, biblical worldview, kingdom community, discipleship. I got 10 minutes with you guys, right? Like, here we go. I just kind of want to give you a vision. I told them that I'm going to be speaking at the end service in a couple of weeks. So I was trying to set that up a little bit with this. Um, but we're doing a whole theme this year, a story, right? Acts chapter 9 is our story. Literally, it's our story. If you read this text and you pay attention in this class, one of my goals for your biblical Christ-centered worldview is like this, that we live this type of stuff out. Fair enough? And so I just read it to him. It's from the message, which is kind of reader-friendly. Peter went off on a missions. Anybody here done missions before with youth group or Wheaton Academy or Winterham? So Peter, there you go, Peter. He visits the churches in the course of his travel. He went to Lydda, met with the believers there. He came across a man. His name was Aeneas. He'd been in bed for eight years paralyzed. Now, is he an eight-year-old? No, so something happened, right? Now, I told the faculty to be listening. Look for worldview things that pop up. Look for kingdom community that we've been talking about that pop up in here. And then where is discipleship going to pop up, right? Peter said, Aeneas, Jesus Christ heals you. Get up and make your bed. And then what did he do? Yeah, like did he, everybody let's gather around and pray. Let's get the oil on the hands and the worship song going. Did he do that? I think he said nine words and then the dude gets up. He actually didn't just get up, he what? He jumped up. Made me wonder why in the kingdom community. If someone's got a busted leg and they're an athlete, well, what do we want to do? We want them to be able to play. This guy jumped up. Was he an athlete? Was he you know, on the basketball team in the early church? Maybe. We, we, don't, we don't know. But he jumped up because he's so excited to either get back to work or go do whatever he does, and maybe he's a jumper, a high jumper. I don't know, right? But I highlighted that. The guy jumps up. And the other thing is there's nothing wrong with oil hands, longer prayers, or worship. That's all fabulous stuff. It really is. But it is interesting. 
on Peter's discipleship journey, he just says nine words, and then this guy gets up. Pretty cool, right? Look at this. Everybody who went to that school saw him walking around and woke up to the fact that God was alive and active among them. Sorry, I not went to that school. Everybody who lived in the town. The, the, the whole town did what? Started believing. That's pretty sweet, isn't it? The word everybody is in there. I circled it on my notes. Down the road, away in Joppa, there was a disciple. Love it. Disciple named Tabitha. Her nickname is Gazelle. <laughs> That's just awesome. I want that nickname. Gazelle. She was well known for doing good and helping out. During the time Peter was in the area, she became sick and died. Her friends prepared her body for burial and put her in a cool room. So like kind of they're having a wake. She's at the funeral home. Some of the disciples heard that Peter was visiting nearby, Lydda. They sent two men to ask if he would be, I love this, be so kind as to come over. Peter got right up and went with them. They took him into the room where Tabitha's body was laid out. Her friends, most of them widows, were crying. And they were showing all the awesome clothing that the gazelle had made. Because she's a fashion designer, probably. She probably got a really cool business making cool clothes. And her business is doing so well that she helps out the widows. Where'd she learn that? Who says to take care of widows? Jesus. So what does she do? She gives widows really cool clothes. Like the fashion designer dies in the kingdom. So what do we got to do, you guys? Anybody like cool clothes? No, seriously. Anybody like cool clothes? Yeah, I do. So if she dies, we got to get her back so we can have what? Cool clothes, right? Is that part of the kingdom? Could that have been her spiritual gift? Yeah. Isn't that great? Peter put the widows out of the room. He knelt. He spoke directly to the body. Three words. Tabitha, get up. Where did Peter learn that in his discipleship journey? Lazarus. Yeah. The little girl. Lazarus. Lazarus, come out. Talitha kumi. Two words. Little girl, get up. Peter saw Jesus do that. So what does he do? Raises up the fashion designer. Got to get her back. For the early church because we want cool clothes in the early church right yeah she opened her eyes she saw peter she sat up took her hand helped her up called in the believers and the widows presented her to them alive when this became known all over joppa many put their trust in who the master in god not peter that's really important are they all like peter now they're all like, God, because <laughs> can Peter raise people from the dead? No, but can Christ in Peter raise people from the dead? Yeah. And when his time came known all over Joppa, right? Many put their trust in the master. Peter stayed a long time in Joppa at the guest house of Simon, the dude who likes leather. <laughs> Which I love that. The leather dude. I highlight, I bolded that. Peter is the leading a mega church, 7,000 people by now in a few days. Mega church. The mega church leader hangs out with the guy who likes to, likes leather. <laughs> I love that. Like, it's so cool. Is making leather cool? Yeah, I mean, tannin hides, making leather, probably smelled like brain. That's what they used back then. All right. But like, he makes good wallets, cool belts, cool jackets. Probably had a tattoo. I mean, at least he was, if you did your homework, he was sealed for the day of redemption, right? That's Ephesians, right? I, I, I was talking to the faculty this morning, and they're looking at me like, what is going on? I love this. 
the woman who makes cool clothes, we got to get her back. That's we know we need cool clothes. And the mega church leader is going to go hang out with the guy who likes leather. Because leather's awesome, <laughs> right? And is he using his spiritual gift with leather? Yeah. And the guy who jumped up, I wonder why he jumped up. Because he could use his legs again. Because maybe he's a jumper. Maybe he's an athlete. Right? Paul is not Paul yet. Well, actually, it's just happening. This is Acts chapter 9. Earlier in Acts chapter 9, we get the Saul to Paul thing. And Paul later writes to the Corinthians in 1 Corinthians 12. A variety of gifts. Same spirit, variety of gifts. My pastor over the weekend spoke on that. Um, and he said it would have sounded like Yoda. Variety of gifts there are. <laughs> right? If we did the actual translation. Because it's supposed to be variety. Leather. Making clothes. Jumping. Healing. Right? Kingdom community. So I, I leaned into the faculty. That was six minutes, so I had about four or five more. And I leaned into the faculty this morning, and they're all listening to this. And I was like, so let's talk discipleship. We do discipleship at this school. We just had freshman retreat. Some of you know Crazy Peter from the freshman retreat, right? Yeah, Crazy Peter. <laughs> and I want you to think about, like, what if there was this freshman who's kind of crazy from freshman retreat, and he got all fired up to get, learn more about Jesus. Uh, Ray, I want you to track this. That was, what, a week ago on freshman retreat? I don't know if there's a kid named Peter or not, but imagine a kid named Peter who's kind of crazy about Jesus. Ready? If we go with this story, crazy Peter, freshman year, two weeks into following Jesus, was he walking on water? Was he using three words to raise the dead? No. He was just a freshman. Probably kind of crazy, right? following Jesus, jumping out of boats and fishing. Junior year, he would have walked on water. Last, so last year, do you guys remember that? Last year at the junior retreat, Crazy Pete walking on water. That was kind of fun, wasn't it? And you're like, am I serious or not? I'm trying to play a little bit with this. Like, Imagine one of our students actually doing that last year. And then this year, this spring, senior year spring, someone breaks their leg on the girls' soccer team, and we get who to come. Crazy Pete, who goes to Wheaton Academy to do what? Heal her legs so she can play soccer, right? Like, but that's that's the discipleship journey. Four years later, Peter's doing what Jesus did. Where did he learn this stuff? From following Jesus. Where did Tabitha, Tabby, where did she learn to help out the widows? Jesus. How are we doing? So I want to chat with you, like, where are you on your journey? Where will you be? Where were you freshman year? And where are you now? And if you're like, I'm not real far, fine. Where are you going to be senior year of college? Where, ready? Where could you be? Is kind of that question. And then I did the whole worldview thing. The kingdom community thing is a variety. But I did worldview. What kind of worldview does it take to have this be real? The story I just read, did that really happen? Yeah, so here's what I did at the end of announce, at the end of my devotion time in the White Chapel this morning with the faculty. I said, imagine if I were to give my announcements right now. Here are my announcements. We have announcement time always after Devos. I got, I got some announcements for you. 
okay? I just got to tell you guys some story of what happened over the long weekend. It was a long weekend, right? And so we've got Crazy Pete, who is a senior at Wheaton Academy. He's been on his discipleship journey. And yeah, the dude who's walking around with crutches in the hall, you guys saw him on Friday. He didn't bring his crutches to school today. He's going to practice again because Crazy Pete went over and prayed for him. Now, some of you, it was funny to watch their faces because like the worldview just kicked in. Can that happen? Could a student at WAH have done that with the person walking on crutches last Friday? I, I, I'm just asking you, where's your worldview? Is that possible? But does it even stop there? Because guess what Crazy Pete did? Crazy Pete, who's a senior at Wheaton Academy. Uh, Tabby, who's a junior at Wheaton North. She's awesome. She's the one who's the fashion designer. Like She actually makes clothes for people at Wheaton North. She goes to the... Um, Wheaton Bible Church, she's in the youth group there, and she had died. I don't know if you guys heard that, she had died. And Crazy Pete went to the funeral home on Saturday morning with some people from youth group, and he wrecked the funeral, he brought her back to life. So she's back at Wheaton North today, isn't that cool? Yeah, you can shut the door. Now, I said that, what if that was my announcement today, and that actually happened this weekend with a Wheaton Academy student named Peter? Does your world, is your worldview able to handle that? Huh? It'd be cool, wouldn't it? Actually, guess what happened? At Wheaton North, about 300 people became Christian because they saw Tabby walking around. They were going to go to a funeral, and they didn't. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. Oh, and then, by the way, Crazy Pete, he went over to Simon's house, and Simon was teaching him how to make wallets out of leather. They had a really fun time. They had a sleepover. <laughs> You're like, what the heck? Why is that in the story? And we're like, we'd like to meet Crazy Pete, but Crazy Pete likes to hang out with the guy who likes to wear leather, leather jackets and make leather stuff because he likes leather. And a lot of you are like, that's really weird. Not in the kingdom. It's kind of cool because can't Crazy Pete like the guy who likes leather? And can't the guy who likes leather be really good at it, even in high school? And are they allowed to be friends? Yeah. That's my, that's the whole worldview question. This is our story. And if we, if we believe, wait real quick, if we believe this is true, this is the story of the early church. And what are we building? What are we a part of? That same church. It's our story. So what's the difference? <laughs> I'm asking you back. What's the difference? Can this stuff still happen? What if I really told you that? I actually had two teachers come up to me after like, wait, Dominguez, did that actually happen this weekend? I'm like, yeah, you got it. You got the worldview point. Because if you believe it can, did you get a Christ-centered biblical worldview? If you didn't, that's fine. What would it take for you to step into that kind of a biblical world? That's a biblical worldview. This is normal. This is what you do in the church. This is what you do in the kingdom. And everybody's got a big variety of different gifts, and they're all using them for the common good. Right? Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a, first off, I'll cut you off. That is a great question. We'll get there. Right now, we're just going to do the four worldviews. This was just a devotional thought. But can you see, like, this is December. In the book of December, we're studying the book of Acts, trying to give you the Christ-centered biblical worldview so that this stuff happens. And it does happen nowadays. Maybe not as much as you see around here, but I know a guy who died and came back to life and prayed for a resurrection for grandma and she came back and like I met him hung out with him he's really cool 
Yeah, for real. So anyways, keep going. What was your other question? Okay, when you figure that out, let me know. But this is where we're going. Like, I'm just dropping this out there. I dropped this on the faculty this morning. <laughs> like, like, I might as well just share it with you guys. Like, this is what we're doing here in this class. What's your worldview? And is it biblical? And is it Christ-centered? Fair enough, right? And do we do discipleship? What, what's the potential for our discipleship journey? <laughs> right? You make such awesome clothes that when you die, we want you back. <laughs> right? Like, that's really cool on discipleship. Yeah? Another thought? When did it stop? When did it stop being common? Well, it hasn't stopped, and it is still pretty common. It just might not be around here. But could it be? Yeah. Yeah, cool. There you go. That's why we're in a class like this. Yeah? I mean, you guys, real quick. Peter does this because he has whose spirit in him? Uh, Holy Spirit. You guys, the reason why it's not happening is we all have a different Holy Spirit who's weaker than the one that was in Peter. Does that make sense? Oh, wait, no. does that make sense? No. No, because is that true? No. No, the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead is in Peter, is in Tabitha, is in Simon the Tamer, and is in who? There, done. Check. <laughs> right? Like, come on. <laughs> now, I think for some of you, you're like, but what the heck? Well, at the beginning of the Star Wars movie with Rey, was Rey doing any of her cool flips and, you know, doing all that stuff at the first movie in the beginning when she's waking up in the dirt looking for garbage to sell? Was Rey doing any of that stuff? No. And the second movie, spoiler alert, she's moving a pile of rocks. Why? What'd she do? For real, what'd she do? Trained and believed and went on the journey, right? How's it going for her? Yeah, pretty sweet. There you go. I mean... That's discipleship. Do you want to go on the journey or not? It's up to you, but what's available? <laughs> Could those be our announcements in 2018? Yeah, sure. Be fun, wouldn't it? Yeah? Got a thought? I was just going to say, like, I think it definitely still happens today. I've oh. actually seen yeah. stuff, and then it's just, like, I feel like if there is a difference, it is It is hard. I feel like it, I, I could be wrong, but I feel like it's harder in today's world to actually believe and trust anything for at least for other people i know for me it was still i had that same journey where yeah. i was struggling to believe like like what the heck like would you say that <laughs> and i'm like yeah i don't believe that. yeah no way i have grown personally as someone who's like i'm gonna believe in that yeah i think that might be the only difference is choosing to believe and then really taking that journey because yeah. All of us are focused on so many other things, but we're not really focused on that journey like Peter. We don't have like that physical Jesus to follow. Yeah, so, really so it like makes it now, tricky. It is. I feel like it's even harder. But I feel like it's all possible. Let's give let's give it up right there. And well said. Like right, we're all on this journey. I, you guys, why why does God have me here with you guys? <laughs> when I was at Weed Academy as a senior, was I thinking this stuff? No way. It wasn't even on my radar, right? But I'm like, hey, if I can help more students get on the journey a little earlier, great. And by the way, reminder, you're covered by grace. Do you even have to do that journey to still go to heaven? No, it's like if you want to, go for it. You know, do something else with your time. You know, like whatever. Uh, but remember, the journey isn't like being Peter. Do we need 160 Peters at Wheaton Academy? Make sure you hear that. Like, no, we don't need 160 Peters. 
We, but ready? Here's what I want to ask you: Is there space for a, someone like Crazy Pete to be here? I hope so, because I want to have space for the Tabithas as well, and space for the jumping up dude to play sports, and this place for the guy who likes leather, and the place for the guy who likes movie. We don't need everybody to be the Peter, but we do want everybody working in their gift, the variety of gifts that's empowered by the Spirit. That's cool stuff. That's kingdom, right? But I think it does start with something that you're saying. Is it harder? Yeah, I think it's harder. We don't have God like in the flesh. <laughs> we're blessed. Jesus says we're blessed if you see and believe. You're blessed if you see without, if you believe without seeing. We're both blessed, right? So I think that's good. I also think your modern culture here has made it a little more challenging. Thus, why do we have a class like this? To process it out, right? To help you decide what are you going to believe? What really do you believe? Yeah? Go team? And if some of you are like, yeah, Dominguez, you just rewrote that story for 2018. I don't believe that. Oh, no, I'm not saved. Wait, what? What saves you? Trusting that Jesus saves you. Are you in? Good. The rest of it's all journey. It's all discipleship journey. Got it? All right. Questions, thoughts, or comments on that? Well, I'm glad that a few of those questions came up. That's part of why I decided to repeat the Devo for you guys. You can almost see why this class exists in that context. It was very intriguing to have the faculty sit there <laughs> right and they're like some were like yeah go and some were like what are you talking about and some were like i don't know how to wrap my brain around that because was that did are you was that did that really happen this weekend or no um could it yeah and generally speaking it's really fun to be at a place where all the faculty and staff that's why they're here kingdom jesus right but like you right now, they and me, we're all on this journey together. There you go. You got another thought? Yeah. Um, I'm kind of in, sort of like have some other questions. So yeah, like, yeah. Uh, why does this thing happen now? Like, yeah. Like, why do they, some of us like the same level of belief? I don't know. They have the same level of belief here to do something like that. But, like, why does it happen? Well, it does. I think... So for some of you, you just need to, like, it does happen now. There's churches and all over the planet. There's people erupting with revivals and sustained revivals, and the dead are coming back to life. Blind people are seeing, like, that stuff's happening. And it's happening now. It's all over the world. It's in the United States of America. It happens at Wheaton Academy, right? Yeah, it happened this summer. Someone you know, who I'm allowed to share her testimony, this summer got prayed for, and uh, Maggie Bailey, anybody know about her hip? Anybody remember what happened to her hip? Major hip issues? Yes? No? Yes? We got a few, like, yes? So anybody know about her hip being bad? No? Really bad hip. She was afraid she couldn't play soccer at Taylor. And this summer she got prayed for by a parent at Wheaton Academy and hip got healed right away. She's off playing soccer at Taylor. Kind of cool. Yeah, no, let's give it up right there. That, that should be exciting, right? There you go, right? I mean, my daughter, Anna, who was here this morning when she was five, prayed for my nut allergy to go away, and it did. I eat peanuts now. Do you eat peanuts? No, you. Not right now. We in Academy. Right? 
But but I had a peanut allergy. I was carrying around the EpiPen and everything, getting all swollen and stuff. And she's like, uh, she prayed for me, and it went away. Like, this stuff happens. <laughs> I mean, either I'm lying to you, or it's what? Well, it's not common for, for some of us around here. Let's normalize this. Let's normalize this. When I was at Wheaton Academy, I would have been you. I had maybe heard about it, maybe, and I believed it could happen, but did I see a lot? I hadn't seen Jack Squad, actually. I had hardly seen anything, right? Okay, I was on a journey, right? That's part of why I'm here to teach this class is what's possible. You guys sang the song yesterday. All things are possible, right? Right? <laughs> I think that's, like, we, we, we sing these songs, are they real or not? Again, worldview class. I just tried a biblical worldview. Can it still happen today? Would it be, the question I would leave for you is, would it be cool if it did start happening around here more? Yeah, it'd be cool. I think so. Although, do we have the worldview to surf that tsunami if it does? I would probably want to say when it does. There's been some cool revivals at Wheaton Academy. Maybe this is the year, right? It'd be kind of fun. We ready for it? Uh, yeah. Another thought? You had a thought? Thought, oh, thought, I thought, was thought? I say, uh, like, for me, if I, I happened to join a church about, like, four or five years ago where, like, we started talking about this type of stuff. Yeah. But before that, like, I'd say I was kind of like what Ricky was just yeah. I didn't see it, and I'm just like, you tell me that, and it's just like, yeah, no, whatever. Yeah. But now I've actually been able to go to a church, which I think is, all, like, great to go to a church where they're talking about the real deal type yeah. stuff. And I've seen stuff happen where people are getting healed. This lady that I knew in the church four years ago, she could not see out of her right eye. Yeah. And like, we prayed the whole church. At first, I was kind of like shook because they were like, she could see, and she was like, I can see. <laughs> what the heck? But like, it, it happened, and like, I saw it with my physical eyes. You saw her eyes with your eyes? Her eyes there we go. <laughs> and it's just amazing. So I just feel like, I don't know. I know it's common just from that, and maybe yeah. it is harder, but it is out there it's out there let's give it up right there that's cool stuff too i mean we get heard about eyes now like it's, it's just fun right it's cool i had a, a student named kipper wagner he was on one of my adventure trips um i have a video of him doing the testimony in class but uh, his arm was busted anybody know kipper wagner he's at biola right now been kindergartner's arms bust everything okay yeah what do you got it was just a quote that like kind of correlated oh cool wait read it oh like real <laughs> No, real eyes, real eyes, real. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. oh real <laughs> eyes. Real eyes. Ah, there we go. I like that. And the way to frame it, you guys, if you're like, I tried to give you the chapel last year. Is this biblical? Nice. I like that. We gotta laugh. Uh, I, I tried to give you the chapel last year, right? Jesus says. You guys remember the verse? Anyone who believes in me will do the things I do and do greater things than these. Is that in the Bible? That's Jesus and John, the Gospel of John. So check. And what's the Lord's Prayer? Many of you have prayed, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Are there, is there blindness in heaven? So we're going to have the what? going to have the real eyes <laughs> come to earth. Why not? Yeah? And if you're like, ah, but I prayed for someone they didn't get better, Okay, I mean, can you really make them better yourself anyways? <laughs> no, it's not up to you. It's God and it's, it's Christ who does it. And so if he chooses not to do it then, 
not that's his choice right but sometimes my classic one is in my discipleship class and i'm like i'm going to either sign up or drop <laughs> in my discipleship class like last semester we had resurrection week right because like what did jesus do he raised people from the dead when the discipleship class we're trying to do what jesus did so what did we do Yeah, speak life into things, right? Dead plant, live, you know, like, whatever. The the opening of that week was, how many of you have seen a resurrection? And almost everybody in the room, well, everybody in the room said no. I said, well, how many of you asked for one? Have you ever asked for one? And what did everybody say? No. So I'm like, well, (laughs) like, have you ever eaten a hamburger? No. Well, have you ever asked for a hamburger? No. Well, no wonder you haven't eaten one. You know what I mean? Like, does that make sense? Like, the Bible even says you don't have because you don't ask. Yeah? But sometimes we ask and we don't get it. Well, that's the stuff of class. Like, we're going to get there. That's part of the journey. Can we make God do what we want him to do? No. But can we invite him into that moment? Yeah. Right? Great quote with that one is, It's not your burden because you can't do it. It's also not your glory when and if it does happen. Good stuff. We're kind of... We're dipping into stuff. You guys are asking great questions. If you're waiting for me to start class, um, what are we doing right now? What class are we in? <laughs> Philosophy, theology, and worldview Bible class. And what have we been talking about for the past half hour? Worldview, discipleship, <laughs> theology. Like, actually, the past half hour for a lot of you has been some really intense theology. Is this stuff possible? Is this stuff really real? What does the Bible say? Do I really believe? I think I appreciate what you're saying. Do I really believe what the Bible says is really real? Yes or no? Maybe I don't. Maybe I've got to confess that. Maybe I do. I just haven't seen it. Maybe I don't know what I believe right now. <laughs> All that is fine and okay. Yeah, Frozy. Um, are we going to talk about any like the demonic stuff in this class? Sure, we have to, right? Yeah. So if we don't talk about the demonic stuff, then we could get tricked like my brother Ben who runs off and becomes a shaman. <laughs> Not a good idea, right? Like, we're not going to do that. So we got to talk about testing the spirits, yeah, right? We'll just, do that. I was asking because like... Is that um, stuff real? Well, yes. <laughs> this, this last summer, uh, I was in... We, were, we do this like missions with um, these Native Americans. Yeah. And they like during... I was in, in a powwow and like during this powwow they were doing some like weird stuff. Pretty funky and, stuff, like, yeah. Thing. Like they were chanting in Ojibwe and like it was like a super calm day and then the wind just went boom. Yeah, and yeah. And like these like, this is weird. <laughs> like this staff, right? And like the staff is going to like light up, right? And then we're all like, no and then way. like three of us there were like, yo, there's no way. And then it like. It does. No, it like lit up a little bit. Yeah. It's like, mm, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's real. It's real uh, stuff. And either that's all fake right, or it's what? Right. It's, and it's real. Yeah. And if you're going to have a biblical worldview, Moses shows up with the staff, throws it on the ground, it becomes a snake. What do the Egyptians do? Yeah, they throw it on the ground because it's a snake. Were the Egyptians praying to Yahweh? <laughs> I don't think so. Right. So if you have a biblical worldview, is this is this stuff that you're talking about? Is it real? Oh yeah, it can be. Not all of it necessarily is, but could it be? And again, world view, world view. We have to talk about testing the spirits. We got to do that because. There's spirits out there that need to be tested. But that's also a world view as well. All right. We've kind of gone a little further. Uh, hopefully we've stirred up some thoughts in your head. 
about like demonic stuff being real and miracles being real and resurrection being real and what's really real. Part of what I want you to consider is guess what day this is coming after. What did we talk about yesterday? Trust lists. That was very much on purpose. We're digging in now. We're just going to go for it all day, every day for the rest of this semester. What do you trust? What's on your trust list? What's available? And what is potential for a biblical worldview, right? Which would include the demonic and how to navigate that. Greater is he who is in you than in the world. So we're good, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. Is it Jesus sending you a text? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> right. Okay. Let me pray as a transition for class. All right, let's pray. Lord, uh, thanks for this conversation. I pray for some of us. We would consider what it means to have a kingdom community that's like this early kingdom in the book of Acts. That some of us would really jump on the discipleship train. That we would, uh, would start maybe taking this journey seriously and leaning into it and what's possible and who around here is doing this stuff? Or where can I go to learn more about my special gift? And maybe that's making cool clothes. Maybe it's raising the dead. Maybe it's jumping up and running around. Who knows, right? I also pray that for uh, in a worldview class, that for some of us right now as we're digging in to worldview and what a biblical worldview really looks like and is, um, bless. I just ask for a blessing for some of us as we're going to a more of a wide-angle lens or we're getting stretched a little bit or we're having to figure out what we really trust. Um, I pray that wherever we are in this, that you would meet us right where we are. You give us a big old hug, that we would feel safe, we will feel loved and invited and encouraged to just keep learning and growing. And uh, guide us as we look at idealism for the rest of class. In your name, Jesus. Amen. All right, guys. You're awesome. Thanks. Uh, open up your guidebooks, okay?